0: If you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of The Ins and Outs, I spoke to professional dancer Richie Pereira. Unfortunately, around 20 minutes into the episode, I had a problem with the microphone, so you may hear a slight crackle throughout the rest of the episodes. However, if you can bear with that, you can hear great conversation. We spoke about what dance classes she's taking at the moment, her new passion for jiu-jitsu and kicking people's ass, and the things that she has struggled with in her life and her career. We also spoke about her new company, I Am Now. Is it a dance agency or is it a watch company? You are about to find out. Here is the amazing Richie Pereira. Hello, and today we have Richie Pereira. (laughs) Did I butcher that?
1: Yeah, he did. And that's like the easy one. Yeah, teach me. Hichelli.
0: Hicelli. Pereira. 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 There you go. I butcher every motherfucker's name on this. That's okay. Sean Niles, really? I don't even think I said his name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Black mama? Yeah. Hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, girl. Daddy. (laughs) Oh, no. So, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good. This is a beautiful little house. Thanks. It's the first time I've been here, it's lovely.
1: I know. I really love it. It's like, we put a lot of work into it, and it's really like ours, you Yeah,
0: know? it can tell. It's definitely got a, a touch of jelly to it.
1: <laughs> it's like, we have this really weird thing about collecting um, just stuff from other countries that we travel to. Yeah. So any country we go to, we'll make sure to bring one thing back, and well, the result of it is a house full of shit. <coughs>
0: <laughs> Clutter. Well, Literally. if you can't tell, you must hide it good.
1: Oh, no, we still have like two boxes of stuff that we don't know no, where to put it because like, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't match. match.
0: <laughs> I got to the front door and I saw a fox and a Buddha and I was like, uh, is this the right house? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Indeed.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. You should. That's
0: oh, why so I was like, I'm going to ring the phone before I knock the door. Oh, did you call me? Yeah, you went to answer the phone. Yes,
1: yeah, because my phone was off. It's all good. This is awkward. It's well... okay. Never mind.
0: <laughs> so, what have you been up to today?
1: I was prepping with um, a friend to like teach a class and then I went you know just in town literally killing time and just like working on (laughs) spending (laughs) money (laughs) like literally but funny enough I forgot my wallet yesterday um, after class of course I did not my wallet my whole like fanny pack so my wallet was in there so I was like okay Jaren give me money so I can like survive (laughs) the day and at night I'll go get it. So I had like twenty pounds for the day and I was like, okay, let's, you know, rash, ration ourselves yeah. out. This is great. So I just like hung out at Nando's where I can't eat anything because you know, I don't eat meat. Um Hello me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't eat cheese either. So oh, I yeah, had of course it's I scary. had like a mushroom beanie wrap.
0: Ooh. It was alright. Yeah, you sure? Um, I'm not sold. No. I had Nando's just now
1: great yeah what good. a full chicken Half. <laughs> i'm on a diet oh shit <laughs> of course you are that's so great and then i just went i went to lucas's class
0: lucas mcfarlane yes how was that
1: oh that was so good it was um it's really hard of yeah. course and you know what it's really weird because i just got back into like training mode
0: i've seen you've taken like four classes this week already yeah <laughs> go off <laughs> yeah and like and it's only been four days in the week yeah, yeah. and
1: like I did um, I did like two intensive like training days as well in jujitsu and like fitness and all of that which mm-hmm. was really cool um, but I could I can just feel how my body's just like not used to it anymore like not used to like training hard stuff mm-hmm. you know everything I feel like is you know you go in you learn a combo you dance the combo and you walk out on. and that's it nothing changed it yeah, didn't change your it? life it didn't better your life it didn't yeah. worse your life it didn't do anything you know it's just like that plain thing of just yeah. we're just floating yeah you know it's a vibe
0: it's just everything it's just, is a vibe it's just you go you smile yeah you leave
1: you know it's it's like mm, yeah. you
0: pay your eight pound you yeah. do a nay nay, and you're out
1: yeah and so it's nice to like the choices i'm making right now the classes i want to take not to offend anyone, it's just very specific in what I need training-wise. Mm-hmm. So it'll be more like, obviously foundations, you know, like afterbeats like house, like locking. I went to yeah. I went uh, to did you Calvin. do Calvin's. Yeah. Like, it was like, so dope, a man. Pineapple? No, it was at a base. Oh, you got a classic base. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't this week. It was like two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was so dope. It was such a dope vibe because it was like Jeffrey was there. And Trey was there yeah. and um, Bly and uh, Johnny and me but it was yo it was so much fun it was just so much fun some good dancers in a room yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just it was just funny because you know obviously everyone knows everyone and we're all drilling but at the, like it was just lots of jokes and you know Jeffrey yeah. just oh. like takes the room it's awesome um, yeah it was, really, it was really, really really. Nice. What
0: other classes have you been taking this week? Um so did Lucas's? Did which Lucas's? Which was contemporary, right?
1: Yes. That was really sick. You know what? See, th- this is where it, it gets me a little bit. Because, like, Lucas would then... I don't know for what reason Lucas, for some reason, thinks I'm a good dancer in, in his shit. Because I'm not. Like, generally <laughs> not. You know, like... You know, like, one <laughs> of those people that just... Like I can flow through any class, but I don't actually look good in this. Like, yeah. let's be real about it. Like,
0: like I'm flagging. Like I'm flagging the, the fuck out
1: of this. Okay, so but for some reason, every time I take his class, he kind of like puts me on the spot and makes me do it.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, like literally. Which is
0: great training.
1: Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All I can. Audition do, prep. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please just leave me alone. I don't want to dance in front of everybody. Everybody, like no. But it was so nerve-wracking I was like wow I'm really not like in shape like mentally physically and all of that I was like wow this is this is hard yeah and I kind of walked you know as much as it was quite an emotional class and right now I'm I'm not allowing myself to get to an emotional place so that Mm -hmm. was a different um, challenge for myself is to still connect with the routine but not let myself go like humanly too much because like bitch got shit to do do you know what (laughs) i mean i can't break that right now. gotta
0: keep this day productive (laughs) like
1: (laughs) i already had my month of like breaking down i don't need another one so i was like okay differentiate
0: yeah
1: um but kind of walked out of it a little bit defeated but in a good way in a good way
0: that's a and you're saying it with a smile on your face so it's a positive yeah
1: definitely um <laughs> it's just it's you know what lucas is just one of these people like lucas julia um i mean they're there's, aliens there, there's a, this other girl called zoe i think i think she's from australia like there's just something about these people when they dance the type of contemporary they do it's like they're the music
0: yeah i feel like they shut the world off
1: yeah and it's it's literally like their body is the voice And it's always the perfect translation of what the voice is doing. A hundred percent. And it just amazes me to, you know, even if I would just to just sit there and watch the class, I would get so much information from it. Yeah. Um,
0: The storytelling.
1: Yeah. And it's really, really like, if anything, it's just super beautiful to watch and be inspired by.
0: I take Lucas and Ricky's class when we teach at, like, summer schools. Oh, yeah. And at, like, competitions and stuff. And I do it a lot because I want the kids that we're judging or that we're teaching to see me out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, you're like, I'm doing this, you know, I'm going to do my best even though I know I fucking suck at it. (laughs) And then I get, like, a a cute five minutes where I'm like, I've got it. I've got it. (laughs) I'm in. And then we actually do it and I was not even close. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I was like, I'm in. I'm in oh, I'm out.
1: Like, not even the top ten. I'm not
0: even close. No. Like, there's eight-year-olds spinning next to me, and I'm like, bitch, move over.
1: Oh, my God. And The the best part is when he then goes, okay, continue after. Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) everyone is like...
0: Spinning and jumping. Continue doing what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so great, though, because when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, I'm watching all these individual people, and they, you know, they they kind of like just spring out of nowhere and it's amazing to watch but when you're in it i was just all like Buddy row
0: Buddy row, row. <laughs> <laughs> smooth find a comfortable place, a comfortable place. <laughs> like, i
1: was like can i just crawl to the back which i did at yeah. some point
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 i was like oh my god i'm not in my happy place right now i'm
0: like find a middle contemporary six step go knees <laughs> <laughs> spin slow down slide
1: oh god no, yeah that's a but... struggle no, but it's it's fucking amazing. I can only like recommend to anyone. Um,
0: <laughs> I saw you did Cisco's class this week, Help. Yes. He's back. Y- yes. He's back with a vengeance.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ, my that neck. Looked difficult. Um
0: It just full out.
1: It wasn't it wasn't too difficult. It wasn't Cisco's hardest routine I've no. ever done, no. Um I mean Cisco's done some kind of like geometric like yeah, it's, it's like
0: he choreographs it to it like in half time and then Teaches it in full speed.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I mean, I I feel like I'm kind of. I've been taking Cisco's class for like a good seven years now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Since you first moved. Yeah, on, right? and so. There's, I mean, he's evolved so much in his in his journey as well as we all have. But I feel like I've been privileged enough to evolve with him in yeah, his for sure. you know. Stages and changes, mm-hmm. etc., which is pretty cool, but. I don't know, like, it feels like home. Mm-hmm. But that, it's been a while since I've taken like a commercial, more like of a commercial class. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, it's still there. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's the, it felt a little bit alien in the beginning, but I was like, oh, you, okay,
0: yeah. Dope. It, it's
1: not left yet. And I took um, Kieran's class, Kieran Proverbs. Proverbs yeah. Ugh. I've been saying for like, it must be more than a year that I've been saying to Kieran, I'm, I really want to come to your class. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things, I don't know if it's just fear, or, you know, unaware of my schedule, unaware of times when he's teaching, or whatever it is that happened, that just never allowed me to get to his class. I mean, there must be a reason for it, and I hope I figure it out at some point, but I'm so glad I made it, because it was one of the coolest classes I've ever taken. Yeah. He's so talented he's so ridiculously talented and he's so like it's a it's one of those classes where you you're super challenged
0: yeah
1: as a dancer if you're tr- not if you're trying to just dance the way you've been dancing for the last 10 years but i'm saying if, if you you're trying to channel him channel him it's very very challenging but you won't look like a retard for some reason yeah, even though it's really hard. Well, that probably just
0: means he's a really good teacher. Yeah. You know what and I mean. That means he's delivering across the 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 intensity and yeah. the uh, the feel that it's meant to have, yeah. as opposed to someone just giving you steps and go figure it out.
1: Mhm. Yeah, for sure. That for must sure. Be honest.
0: I've never taken his class.
1: Oh, you should. It's really it's really dope. He. There's not many people that. Do what he does, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just my opinion, but. And Earlier on like... you said you started jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. How's that going? <laughs> what made you try that?
1: Um, what made me try that? Yo, I actually don't know. I think I just I just got to a place where I was like I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And I really missed home. Yeah. Like I really really missed home, so I was like Okay. And then you know Phoebe? No. Um, blonde. Yes. She, <laughs> blonde, <laughs> yes. No, just a type. Um, she, she dances as well. Yeah. She does, she's a stunt woman. So she, she did like Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and she did um, like some other stuff as well. And she does jujitsu. She's the girlfriend of one of the highest black belts in jujitsu. And she does Muay Thai. She's like, she's super badass. Like not them friends where yeah. you're like super proud to call them your friends yeah. because they're like so cool Yeah. and anytime you can name drop them you will yeah. because it's like someone
0: says something random you're like my
1: friend my Who's friend that? Phoebe like I'm, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. that person <laughs> such a dick um, but she basically I you know we've been trying to catch up and I think I just messaged her and I was like yo where are you training what, what are you doing and she was like here and I was like okay I want to come so she's like, okay, I'll set, I'll set you an introduction class. I went. Bear in mind, I literally didn't even know, like, what the rules are of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. No. Didn't do any research, didn't do, like, nothing. I was just like, I just want to do something. Went, had an introduction class with Zula, who's now quite, like, a, cl- a close friend. Really? Um, and it was really funny because Jiu-Jitsu is really close. It's really, it's quite intimate. Yeah. You know? And so... With well, a grappling, ideally. Yeah. And she was, she she was like, she would like sit on top of me. And I was like, oh, this is really intimate, isn't it? (laughs) Nice to meet you. (laughs) Hi. It's like dance. Wow. (laughs) Just straight to the point, I guess. But it's basically to show you like a few tips and tricks before you go into a class. Yeah. Just super basic stuff. And about the history of Jiu-Jitsu as well. Mm -hmm. And I just fell in love yeah not only is it like it feels like home because there's so many brazilian people there obviously lagarto who's phoebe's boyfriend who's the one of the highest black belts, who basically brought him and roger gracie brought um jitsu to the uk Mm -hmm. and introduced it here and continued the legacy of the the gracie family in the uk the
0: gracie family are absolute gangsters
1: yeah super gangsters so basically um um, Lagarto was trained by Roger, um, Roger Gracie? Oh, I'm name dropping it, I don't know, I'm not 100% sure. Well, there's, there's a bunch of Gracie's. Yes. All, they're all masters. Um, of, sorry, masters he was trained by Carlos Gracie, mm-hmm. Jr. And him and Roger Gracie, I think, are really close friends. Mm-hmm. And then they came to, um, to the UK together. Yeah. Roger Gracie has now his own academy and Lagarto continues the Gracie Baja Academy. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So if some someone to you know it's, it's really interesting you have this very, very skilled big man, you know, black belt and in jujitsu like unlike other um, martial arts, it, it take it can take you decades to get a black belt. Yeah, for sure. It's not it's not like one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, maybe seven,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe eight. Sometimes 11 years to get a black belt, sometimes yeah. 15 years to get a black belt. And even when you get a black belt, um, like for example, for him to get his next stripe as a black belt, it would take him I think five years. Oh shit. So it's it's a lot of dedication, a lot of discipline, a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. And it's very humbling to watch someone like that and how kind and beautiful and nice and yeah. loving he is to everyone, you know? Yeah. I'm you know, like, wow! You could literally like kill someone with your <laughs> with your talents, but you're just but you a the nice nicest guy. guy. What
0: do you think made you fall in love with it?
1: Um, it keeps my mind really focused mm-hmm. because it's not a martial arts sport that is so like rah. It's mm-hmm. not an attack; it's a defense. Yeah, because jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, was created with the in with the philosophy that the weaker can overcome the stronger Mm -hmm. yeah with technique so it takes it takes a lot of focus for when you're actually sparring against like with someone there is it's almost like chess Mm -hmm. there's so many different options of what could happen next you need to have like eight moves ahead Mm -hmm. of anything that could happen so it's a lot of focus and a lot of you know connecting with yourself and feeling Mm-hmm. What is the next logical move for my body mm-hmm. without getting, you know, in disadvantage of this situation? It was a
0: fight. Yeah, whatever you're in.
1: Um, so that's, I think, what I really love about it. It keeps me really focused. And when I'm in that class, I'm nowhere else. Yeah. And that's really helped me in dance.
0: Do you find it quite like meditative, like kind of like meditation? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because it's really weird because when you once you start understanding a little bit more like, okay, so this is how it would start. Mm -hmm. This is what two options, you either go top or bottom. Okay. Then from there, literally (laughs) it's like, okay. Um, It's Brazilian, it's everything is always sexual. Um, It's not actually, (laughs) um, totally, I'm totally like advertising this wrong. It's not sexual at all. It's actually exactly the opposite. Um, But my mind, you know, but like, once you understand kind of like the, the basics of it, it feels really good mm-hmm. to practice.
0: Yeah.
1: And even though sometimes it can get really frustrating if you have someone that obviously has way more technique than you and like swipes you within two seconds, it's like...
0: You're you powerless, just Oh, yeah. Complete powerless. Yeah,
1: completely. But it's... I don't know, man. There's just something super... Zen about it. Yeah. Even though it, it, it's a martial art. Do
0: you think that it helps, like, because obviously you're you're very focused within dance and your career, and you've been very driven. Do you think that this is just kind of not a distraction, but something to take your mind off work and dancing all the time?
1: I think initially when I started, that was the plan. Mm-hmm. But I actually realized that with with jujitsu and a combination of some other things that I started doing at the same time <laughs> it it bettered me as a dancer it made me more calm as a dancer instead of frantic mm-hmm. you know yeah. and i think that's a quite a nice quality to have especially since i've always been a dancer that's been like really like in your face and it's nice to have that quality because I know it's always there because mm-hmm. that's just something that is in me but I'm really enjoying the other side of it where it's like oh, I can be really effective but I don't have to scream. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: It's really funny you say that. So I've known you for what, eight, seven, eight years? When mm-hmm. did you move here? Mm-hmm. Seven years ago? Mm-hmm. I think I met you like when you first ever moved here. Yeah,
1: well, like one of my first jobs. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, the difference in you from then and now kind of sounds like exactly what you've just described Hmm. like i look at you around your house and there's like buddhas and it's all about being calm and everything's about being peaceful Mm -hmm. and you just said about uh not being frantic but i still have that in me but when i first met you you were very frantic Mm -hmm. like life was 120 miles an hour and everything was go 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 do you think that's why you enjoy it do you think it's Found a part of you that was kind of missing.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure, because I think like my journey in my life was, you know, I've always been that person as a kid to be really outspoken.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It didn't matter what it was, what the subject was about. I've always had a voice. Yeah, I've always wanted to like put my input in out there and just say what I think. And be okay with that
0: yeah
1: but then when I moved from Brazil to Switzerland that was like quiet you know like that was put down because of just like language barrier because of cultural differences because of you know trying to fit in and I think that I let that go on for a little bit too long and the result of that it's like suppressing a part of yourself yeah. the result of that was overcompensating with you know being too much
0: yeah trying to make up for what you missed out
1: exactly so you know it's. I remember like as a kid when I was like 10, 11 I remember the frustration of trying to say something and trying to explain something but not have have the right words mm-hmm. because I didn't know German yet And I remember I used to like cry and be like in pieces because of it, because I was like, Oh my God, this is like the most frustrating thing when you're trying to communicate with someone and you can't. Yeah. And I think once I like I learned languages quite fast, but once I got all the vocabulary, it was like, okay, out, 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 out. Everything had to come out and the same thing with English, but it's not just about learning a language. It's about, it's a cultural thing. It's not you when you speak, you're not just speaking words. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Of course. So I think that I was overcompensating for the time that I couldn't express myself, but because it was such a build up of things that you know you, you never let it go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was just like, you know, you you like memories, like they tr- words they trigger something in your in your mind and then you say things that are actually relevant to what's happening in the moment, but, you you know, it's something from your past, or it's an anxiety you have, it's an insecurity Mm -hmm. you have, it's something, and then things just come out uncontrollably because you don't have that control anymore. Yeah. You know? So, by going through that, I think one of, like, my biggest journeys that I'm still going through is to, like, be present. I think that's the easiest way to say it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just be completely present in whatever is happening right now and not let, you know... Hey, boo! <laughs> he calls me fish. <laughs> That's great. Um, it's going to come up, isn't it? Hey, Shao! Is it quiet? It's not.
0: Just you're really loud.
1: I know, right? Super loud. Oh. But I think that in the time that Jiu Jitsu came into my life was when I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. To take my practice that I've been practicing already yeah. for the last couple of years into a physical mm-hmm. dimension. Because it's one thing to be like in peace, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And there's another thing when you're being pinned down on the floor and choked out and stay calm. Yeah, That's a very, very big difference. And the, the funny thing is jujitsu actually is a lot of patience because you can, let's say, I mean, the point system is still something I'm uh, still figuring out, but mm-hmm. you get different points for different like maneuvers you do. But let's say you can have 20 points ahead. If they make you tap, if mm-hmm. that other person makes you tap, you're done, like yeah. you lost. So it's a lot about patience and to not give up and not to think that the game is done until the game is done. Mm-hmm. So. I think it came in a really interesting part of my life where it is to manifest it physically yeah. what, I'm, what I've learned so far, Yeah. Um, which is really hard.
0: When was it that you realised you needed to make a difference in your going from the frantic to the calmness? Was it something that triggered that or did it just happen through time? Or was there a moment that made you realise that you were frantic and had to find calmness?
1: You know what? I had a lot of situations in my life that I always used to blame other people mm-hmm. for shit sure that happened to me. And I've, I've actually like fallen out with quite a few friends because of that. Because I thought they owned me something, mm-hmm. you know. I thought that I have this thing that because my family is so far away, my friends become my family. Now, I'm very privileged because I have a family that literally support me no matter what. Yeah. Like, there isn't... It's it's a really comforting thing when I go home because I can't do no wrong. And home is Brazil, right? Yeah. And so, for me, when I, when I you know, when I made that switch of, okay, you're my closest friend, so you're like my family, I kind of expected the same type of treatment that I get from my family, but that's not a realistic expectation because not everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. And... I remember, like one of the one of the biggest fights I had was with Alex, and Alex was my best friend for so many years. And Alex always used to tell me, "Richie, you need to learn how to be alone."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, "Why would I want to be alone? Like I never understood." Yeah. I'm like why the fuck would anyone want to be alone? I don't understand why you always like to be alone. Why don't you like to be with me? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, we have like a weird relationship. Don't don't question it too much, but. And I remember once we had a falling out. It was about something actually completely different, but it. I was like, okay, well, I, I lost one of like my best friends, and mm-hmm. this is really weird. But I still like was like it's you to blame, yeah. you know. And then I had another falling out with another friend about something completely different. That was like maybe a year, a year and a half after i was like okay and then like little things kept happening and then i think the the main thing for me was there was a year in my life where i was working almost every week and doing every job i ever wanted to and i got to the end of the year and i was so unhappy i couldn't like i I could barely look myself in the mirror Mm -hmm. and i had no idea why and i was like i felt like you know when you feel like you want to like rip up your chest and just scream and let it all out but you don't know what all of it is yeah that's what it felt like so i was like i need to go home so i went home i went for two months i really took the time for myself and i just really started asking myself a few questions and the the um katie who came to brazil with me she asked me. She's like, "Richie, what's your like New Year's resolution?" And I was like, "You know what? I really just want to be happy, mm-hmm. but I have no idea what that means. I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know what I like and what I don't like. It's like it's all a lie. Yeah. You know, my whole like life until up until that moment in the industry in the U K was bullshit, and that's why I was so unhappy." It was like, I'm laughing at these jokes that aren't funny with these people that I don't like. Um, doing things I don't enjoy to songs that no one should write. <laughs> <laughs> to voices that no one wants to listen to. They're not their real voices. And Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it was really confusing. I was like, oh my God, every decision I'm making is like making me more unhappy because I'm following whatever I think is right instead of feeling what feels right. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to make every decision from now on based on what makes me, what brings me joy. And yeah, I think after like a week, I spent like a week on my own, which was like the first time I think in my life that I was alone. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of questions came up, a lot of answers came up. Um, And step by step. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the year, that was the right then when I decided I was going to do Dance Dance Dance.
0: Which was the first time I saw you after probably like two, two, three years.
1: Exactly. Um, You are a very
0: different person. (laughs) Yeah. Which I did say to you when I first saw you after like a day. I was like, damn, you've changed. Mm -hmm. For a positive, of course.
1: Oh, thank God. But like, it was still a journey. Like Dance 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 for me was like, this is uh, is, um, a test. Mm-hmm. To see whether I still like to dance. Because I could de- I could generally not tell you.
0: Yeah.
1: If I still enjoy to dance. I was like, is this just because I was meant to be doing this? And because I told myself that story? Or is it because I happen to be quite good at it? Yeah. Or is it, like, what is it that brings me joy about it? So that was the whole journey about Dance Dance Dance. And then with everything else that happened, you know. And that was the year I met Jaren. That was the year that... Um, I said basic, I, I had to like say goodbye to a lot of friendships and relationships and mm-hmm. like business um,
0: relationships. relationships. Yeah.
1: Because it just, I could feel it wasn't, it was only good as long as I played along. Mm-hmm. If I didn't play along, I wasn't good enough. And that I didn't like.
0: Yeah, you couldn't fully be you.
1: Yeah. And I was like, you know what, it's been it's been long enough now, mm-hmm. and if I keep pretending to be someone else, I'm going to lose myself completely, and I just can't really do that anymore.
0: It's funny, because I feel like you found who you were when I first met you, but in a calm way. When I first met you, you didn't want to play what everyone wanted, you didn't want to play the game, Mm-mm. but you were told, you know, advised, just be quiet and get on with it, and just do these things because when I first met you you weren't the person to follow the rules you did no. what Richie wanted to do
1: but the difference is though back then it came from an angry place it was like it was like um, a rebellious mm-hmm. behavior instead of no I genuinely don't want to do this yeah do you know what I mean yeah um, I still have that I still have that rebellious like There's something in me that generally says when someone's like, you can't touch that. I'm literally like, I need to touch it.
0: That's called the inner child. (laughs) (laughs) It's like.
1: It brings me joy. Yeah. Because I worship chaos. And I think rules are stupid because they're just human made. Like, it's like borders in a country are an illusion. They don't yeah. exist. You like, can
0: walk through them. Yes.
1: It's bullshit. So for me, like, The thing all that's the... stopping
0: you is man-made. Yes. Or the sea.
1: <laughs> Literally. And so for me, I'm like, I don't know, I just don't really believe in rules. I, I think, and rules change all the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, yeah, sure. So there's a part of me that still really enjoys that. But, because I think I was able to let go of a lot of anger mm-hmm. that I was holding in, it just, People just don't trigger me as fast anymore. Yeah. For me to get angry, for me to attack them, for mm-hmm. like, it's it just doesn't happen as as often anymore. So it's for more calm. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like this has served you purpose within work as well as your within your self well being? Because you said like a few minutes ago that you did every job you ever dreamed of and you mm-hmm. achieved everything and you still weren't happy. Mm-hmm. But now you're happy. Is are you do you still feel fulfilled? work-wise is it made that a positive experience now as opposed to just doing it because you were doing it
1: mm-hmm. like the jobs that ever since that i've decided to you know embark on or that come to me mm-hmm. you know the opportunities that have presented to me as as soon as i like kind of like open up that door you know i closed the door but it opened up something completely different that i could have never imagined before that was pretty epic and i got to work with some incredible people that you know, have either really inspired me or become close friends or, um, that I'm still working with. Mm -hmm. And that's something really like, you know, you're able to actually build real relationships with people. Yeah. Once you start being real with yourself. Yeah. And yes, not everyone's going to love it, but the ones that do, it's real, it's, it's, it's genuine. And it's, it's, it's pretty epic. I have to say though, I do go in and out of, you know, there's like my alter ego that's still... There's a part of me that's still... Like, I still want to be in every job. No, I don't. Like, you know, it's yeah. like um, you fight with yourself. It's like, oh, but if I'm not on every job, that means I'm not successful. It's like something it's in like our a, minds. It's in
0: your head is some social status, which, exactly. which makes you s- verified. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I feel like we're always looking for verification. Of course. Or, for other people to go, oh my god, that person's doing this.
1: Exactly. But actually,
0: what does it mean?
1: Like, literally nothing. <laughs> literally. Literally but nothing. But there's still, you know, that's that's something I'm i am working on, and I need to also, like, let go of is that expectation from my, for myself that, and, like, Jaren says that all the time to me, he's like, you you're literally your worst enemy. You do not cut yourself any slack. You don't give yourself any credit for the things you are doing. You only see what you're not. Like if I take a day off, I'm literally like I'll punish myself and I'm like like I'm the fucking worst like I've yeah. just been chilling. And you know, that's such a western world thing because like it's just so not like that in Brazil. You no. know, it's no, like yo, they have oh it's just so different. So it's definitely something that was like punched into me and I need to like get rid of but I do still have that fight within myself, especially like you know when money's tight or when, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen for the next month because you only selectively work with certain people. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, we're gonna have to make this work, you know. Yeah. And you start to build up things like, again, if you don't want to be treated a certain way, there's only a few people you can work with. Yeah. So that li- that kind of puts you like in a, b- a smaller bracket mm-hmm. of work which means less money. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's always a little bit of a fight, okay, keeping my integrity, keeping what makes me happy, but, you know, not going bankrupt and not going mm-hmm. into debt or not going into anything crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's balancing that out.
0: So when you mean the selective people you work with, do you mean that there's people that you choose not to work with because... Yeah. What's, for what specific reasons? Um, because I think for... A young dancer they, their brains would go but it's a job.
1: I don't care if it's a job like like literally I could not give less of a fuck mm-hmm. what the job is who it is for it's like not who it is for I mean like for example you know it, it depends like who's involved in, like the whole team yeah right so usually when you get booked on a job you don't get that much information well I do but most people don't yeah
0: Half um, the time you're not allowed to know what the job is. Exactly. It's well, it's... <laughs> I I cut that
1: shit off like really really fast with the few people I still work with. I made it really clear that I will not agree to a job I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I will not agree to a job that I don't know the fee, the hours and the conditions. It's as simple as, and I don't have to. And if you're not happy with that, well, then we're not meant to work together. It's simple as, um, and that's just because again I'm protecting my energy. And I'm protecting who I have around me mm-hmm. and what I'm representing. Like, you have to imagine as a dancer for me, you're like, let's say a model for Victoria's Secret is representing Victoria's Secret. Now, imagine if you're, I mean, I don't know if Victoria's Secret does that, but like, let's say you're modeling for a brand and let's say you're vegan. But that brand uses fur and leather and mm-hmm. this. You wouldn't want to do that. No. that goes against everything you you represent and what you your beliefs belief system not saying one is right and one is wrong it's just not what you believe it doesn't match with your energy Mm -hmm. and collaborating i think it could be something great because it could educate both sides on different things but most of the times it'll be something quite dark yeah and you just don't really need that and it's the same thing as a dancer. As even though we don't get treated like that but Yo, you, your tribe is your vibe, so if you're like...
0: I'm stealing that. No, like, you know, no, but if
1: you're involved, like, let's say, with, like, just people that are bad people, that do bad things, and you know they do bad things, no. then you're part of the problem.
0: Yeah, I say, I always say your nearest five, like, your net circle is your net worth. Yeah. So your nearest five people are who you're more gonna become like. hmm So if you're around people who are bums or junkies and mm-hmm. absolute assholes, you're more likely to be pulled in that direction, then in a positive way. Tribe is your vibe. So that's one to take.
1: Yeah, and um, so I, I'm, I like to select the things I do. I really do. I think it's, it's, it's a privilege for me, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but it's just fun because I can go into it knowing, okay, I decided to be here. Yeah. I knew exactly what what the conditions are. And I'm not saying it's black and white. I'm not saying it's always this amount of money or that amount of money. No, there are different situations in life and that you have to take on and you need to help other people too, mm-hmm. you know? But it has to be a choice. Yeah, That's what I don't like about this industry is that everyone takes the choice away. Oh, you can't know who it's for. You don't know how much it is. You don't know what your hours are and you have to say yes. And if you question it, then you you don't get to do it. Well. Yo, where's my my right of choice? Yeah, I just I just want to be able to say yes or no. That's it. With uh,
0: a full understanding of the terms and conditions. Exactly,
1: because the problem that most dancers are getting is they don't get the information. They get to the job and they do a bad job. That's what we're getting a lot.
0: And because and most of the time that's because they're not happy with the exactly. s- the situation mm-hmm. they're in.
1: They get to the job. They don't even know what type of rehearsal clothes to take with. Mm-hmm. First of all. They get to it, they don't know how many hours they're working, they don't know what, like, they don't know fuck all. Yeah, I'll be pissed too. Yeah.
0: 100%. I'll be very
1: pissed too. Like, I don't like that shit. It's like you have to mentally prepare yourself. You have to, okay, do I need to, ready to, like, warm up 30 minutes before? Do I need to, like, it depends on what the rehearsal is yeah. like. What type of choreography is it? Does, do they usually give you 20 minutes? Do, they, do you know what I mean? Like, all yeah. of that stuff is really important. And I just feel like that choice is just not there anymore. So I make it really clear to the people I work with that I really want that choice. Mm -hmm. And if I can't have it, then there must be a really good reason. Mm -hmm. Like, a really good reason.
0: Well, since that, you've created your own company, you and Jaren. Yes. And that is called I Am Now? Yes. And what is that company? Is it a creative or is it an agency or is it both?
1: You know what? It's kind of like... It is whatever it needs to be for the circumstances in. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's really funny because I actually got a message today asking about IML and what they need to do to get into the agency. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> Dope. You're like, <laughs> You've got this all wrong, but dope. That uh, means you've made it. I know. No, we <laughs> Did get. They like, send their CV and a show. Oh my God. We get
1: so many emails. I'm like, Yo, you need to chill. Like, we actually get so many emails, which is really really weird and cool at the same time, because I'm like, we're not even promoting anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that's how desperate dancers are to sign with someone that they've not even met.
0: They don't even know you.
1: They don't even know, like, they don't even know what type of jobs we can offer. They don't even know who we work with. They don't know, they don't know anything. Yeah. And it's, that's kind of upsetting for me, because... With I Am Now, even though I can't really tell you exactly where it is that we want to take it, Mm -hmm. the one thing I know is that it's a collaboration. This is not, I work for you, you work for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not your agent and you're my... No. We we sit together and we both discuss what is our next move. Mm -hmm. Our next move for our both of our interests
0: as opposed to you making a decision exactly for everyone exactly which is what most agents do
1: exactly and that's why i wouldn't call it an agency
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because that's just not the direction we want to go and then also obviously like we, me and jaren love to create you know still an area where i still um i'm still very shy and i really don't put my shit out there ever um which i'm challenging myself to do but,
0: but there's something kind of nice about that. I feel like everyone puts out so much shit. Yeah. Being the keyword. Yeah, that's true. It's quite nice to keep it kind of exclusive.
1: Yeah, but then at the same time, <laughs> it's like you know I've like I have like this book of like ideas and I there's like one of those ideas I've had for like the last pff, it must be more than a decade and you know never put it into action. It was always just a thought. Mm-hmm. And then I see other people doing it. Because I read something that says, an idea isn't yours until you create it, you know, and that's so true because you can have that idea, but a hundred other people can have the same idea. There's so many people in the world. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's really like, kind of like sad to like see it like, wow, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Like exactly what I wanted to do. I just didn't have the guts to do it. Yeah. You know? So that's a little bit weird, but that's why we don't really know exactly what the direction is that we want to take Mm -hmm. because there's so many things we love, Mm -hmm. but we're very careful to not do it wrong.
0: Yeah, I guess as soon as you put a label on something, then it's so hard to make it not just that thing.
1: Exactly. And you know, for for the projects we've worked with so far, some of them was more on the creative side. Some of them was on, you know, representing dancers to, to help them get the best physical um, treatments they can. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's hard work. I'm not saying that being an agent isn't hard. It's very difficult. Oh, if um, you do it correctly. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very difficult. Um, but, you know, I, th- I do think it's... It, it comes with like a certain satisfaction of being able to provide someone with with, you know with that yeah so it's pretty it it can be really cool as well
0: i think that's dope i like that my favorite part of the whole thing was that you said that we work together Mm -hmm. which for me is like the ultimate goal of an agent Mm -hmm. like obviously for anyone that doesn't know who's listening i lived in la for three years and i was Mm -hmm. with block Mm -hmm. and me and block were a team Mm mm-hmm you know, they never made a decision without my consent and I never made one without this. Mm-hmm. I'll Every- side with them now. don't no. mm-hmm. everything was always a discussion. Everything was always what works out best for both of our interests mm-hmm. and how can we reap more benefits from this. Yeah. You know, and say you get multiple jobs in, instead of just going, well you've said yes to that, they'll be like, let's try and figure out what's what going to pay off the best. Mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, when I first started dancing here in 2010-2011, probably had like nine or ten agents. Yeah, same. Maybe more. Yeah. Like, I feel like there was a fucking... Every kind of name you can think of, there was an agency mm-hmm. for it. And I think I probably worked for like five, six of them. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just trying to get people on their books just to give themselves a name. But out of all of them, I would say there's probably one that has ever, like, truly had my back. Mm-hmm. There's only one that we've ever worked together and everyone else is a dictator. Mm-hmm or a message deliverer mm-hmm. they're not working with me i'm working for them mm-hmm. which i feel like is very backwards because essentially not we do all the work of course they do lots of work mm-hmm. but we're the ones who are doing the physical aspect of the job required. you know they're the contractors we're the builders you know mm-hmm. we're we're building the bricks so that's my favorite part that you said out of that whole thing i feel like that's something that Dancers really need to pay attention to mm-hmm. and think about who they're working with and what they're getting from that experience. And
1: also, you have to think like my problem today with agencies, and now that's gonna like probably get me into shit, but I don't, you know, again, we come back to caring and not caring, and unfortunately, I You've don't. You've been there before. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, that everyone is so disposable? Yes. Now, you know. The sun doesn't shine out of my ass, but I've worked really hard to be where I am. Mm -hmm. And I really don't like to be treated like I'm disposable. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, other people, you know, coming into the industry may be like, yeah, but I'm so new. I have to pay my dues and this and that. I understand, but what they don't understand is that doesn't change ever. You don't get to a point in like two years, three years time where you paid your dues and now that makes sense that you're not disposable. No, you're still disposable after three years. You're still disposable after five years. You're still disposable after 10 years because I see it happening. there's
0: a budget cut, you're gone. You're You're gone. gone.
1: And so I think it's really important to in a really respectful way establish your worth. Mm -hmm. To really ask yourself, you know, every year like the tax man does and establishes how much you earned. You should also establish how much have I learned this year? Mm-hmm. Have I increased or decreased in value in terms of what I've put into my talent? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, for example, if you do like, um, let's say you're a nurse, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you want to become a doctor, mm-hmm. right? You study more, harder, longer, and then you become a doctor. And if you pass your test and then you do different work, and you earn more money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now let's say you happen to be one of those dancers, one of the few ones that still actually train, um, you know, in the commercial industry, sorry. And you still put so much work into your ability. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter how much work you put into your ability because your, your, pay, your paycheck isn't going to change.
0: No.
1: Um, as long as
0: you can get the job done.
1: Exactly, and I I do understand it like in a certain type of way, but honestly, there are a few people like Aaron Sinus is one of those people that Really show you value Mm -hmm. Like and he doesn't have to make it personal He doesn't have to but he will show you actual value in your Mm -hmm. talent in your time
0: Yeah,
1: you know, it's it's really epic like yo he's pretty incredible in that way and So there is people out there that will do that mm-hmm. so why not choose to
0: I you know uh, me and John Graham we always say imagine we could create and I think we said this to a few people but imagine we could create like for dancers like leagues you know how like footballers yeah, you, know, like, yeah, yeah. you have the premiership yeah. you have the championship and the league one, league two mm-hmm. and normally they get paid mm-hmm. you know obviously because their clubs are worth more money blah 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 whatever yeah. but imagine like we had that as dancers so say like we'd be premiership dancers and mm-hmm. then you've got straight out college kids which are championship mm-hmm. dancers which you've got no like very little experience but
1: that should be a thing
0: but can you imagine it was like i don't know how that'd be implied but like so say then a company i guess kind of they do this in america i guess if you're sag and not sag mm-hmm. which would be equity and not equity mm-hmm. it's like cool we have to hire if we can have 10 dancers only like Twenty percent of them are allowed to be not SAG. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's how they save a rate. That's mm-hmm. how they save money. But the SAG dancers get paid more normally. Yeah, you know, and they yeah. get treated better. Yeah, but imagine you could do that with dance. Like it's like kind of like what you're saying with the nurses. Imagine you could go and get a qualification. Which so you're you've you're only a level three, so you can only get paid this much mm-hmm. per hour. But I'm a level seven, so I can get paid double the amount an an hour.
1: I think that. Um Technically, that would be the agent's job mm-hmm. to do that. It will be to reevaluate, again, like I said, the you know, dances. with the dancer, the dancer's um, ability, resume, experience, you know, make a combination of all of that. Mm-hmm. And once you're, you know, with whoever are your dancers, and then once you've done that to establish, okay, you know, to your clients, these are the rates for, you know, our top, yeah, top it's like, 10. Yeah, like, oh, you
0: want to hire Richie? Top, that's going to cost you 400 a show. Exactly. But if you want Sofia, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Lakina. Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, she's not as a high level. She's only going to cost you 250.
1: Yeah. The problem with that is because... Um, I mean,
0: most of the time they're they going, going to go low the lower, right?
1: Exactly. So that's what, why they don't do that. Of course. And I completely understand it. But, you know, I actually was told something that I didn't know. is that... Um, I don't know if it's a lot of music um, like labels or some labels or just one mm-hmm. I'm not actually 100% sure on that but let's say some labels they actually have this um, staggered payment thing mm-hmm. with level you know for example when the artist is a new artist and hasn't sold anything there's a certain type of payment that goes to the people working with mm-hmm. and then if the artist has sold like you know over a certain amount and it's You know, maybe two years in, da-da-da-da-da, you know, level two. Mm -hmm. The people working with them get that amount of money. And then, you know, if you're like Beyonce or Kendrick Lamar, whoever the fuck, Rihanna. You balling,
0: motherfucker. Madonna,
1: you'll get (laughs) that type of payment. So they actually, in the music industry, they do have that. Mm. It's just for some reason... They do it
0: in every industry. Personal training. Yeah. Like like nurses. Mm -hmm. They do it in everything where you can be at a higher position or a higher level. Mm -hmm. It's just in ours... Because we're always trying to keep costs low, mm-hmm. it it doesn't work because mm-hmm. everyone wants low costs.
1: Yeah, and then the result of that is you have a bunch of really unhappy dancers. Yo, the be- like honestly, the one of the best jobs I've ever done in my life was the Nike campaign with Twix, mm-hmm. because I mean it was the craziest shit. Because literally, I wasn't I was technically not meant to be able to do it because I was on a different job, and somehow they made it happen. Like they already had like a week and a half. Um, of rehearsals in LA mm-hmm. and I couldn't obviously couldn't go because I didn't have a visa for LA and I was working and so it was literally a matter of okay, fuck it, you're gonna come you're gonna come tomorrow oh, oh okay, okay, um, flight is booked okay, cool they put me like because I went straight into rehearsal they mm. put me in a business class flight because they wanted to make sure that I got nice enough kid. sleep fuck yeah they... I got the contract through as soon as I booked the flight, Mm -hmm. insane contract, like really good payment Um, and just so happy to be there that Tavares was choreographing, it's obviously Mm. like Twigs and who I love and respect so much and with like these insane dancers from LA that I've you know followed and stuff and with some people like some of our crew from the UK as well and Peanut was assisting Tavares like it was just like and it's Nike and there was three different locations and you know when you can see that everyone wants this to be the shit Mm -hmm. and they want the dancing to be the shit not just the pictures and the lights and no and
0: the quality of what they're seeing
1: and it was like you know anytime it was okay cut okay water Water for the dancers. Okay, like it was.
0: They wanted you to be at your best. They
1: wanted us to be at our best, and that made like that made me want to be at my best. I've never worked so hard in my fucking life. Yeah. Like, and that's not just because it's Nike. I've done shit for Nike with other people. Yeah. It's a, it's a quality that comes that makes it's a respect. Yo, it just it can literally change your life. It can Mm -hmm. change your whole persona and Mm -hmm. how you see everyone around you and. it brings something out of you that I know people say money shouldn't be a thing, but fuck you because you're working for money and you're getting paid. So why are you acting like I, I'm privileged enough to get paid? Because it's like you telling you Usain Bolt, well, you know what, you should be you should be lucky that you can run that fast. Yes, but why shouldn't he earn his money with it? Mm-hmm. Everyone else is streaming it. Everyone else is like, you know, like they're Everyone's all getting their money, money from him. Yeah, so <laughs> why why shouldn't he make money out of it? Damn right. Like, he's got shit to pay. Why mm-hmm. can't... Like, I don't really understand that. And then they make them just feel like it's your privilege to get paid for something you love. No, you're an idiot if you're doing something you don't love.
0: That's amazing. I couldn't agree more.
1: Like, oh, I got really passionate there. No, See? It, it was brilliant. See? That <laughs> was Brazil. <laughs> that Girl. was Brazil. See, it's still there. It's still there. Sorry, but no, like... No, on a... but
0: you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely.
1: Like, if you're not doing something you love, you're a retard, man. I'm sorry. Like... Every, you can you can't excel you can't excel in life if you're not following that deepest part, that root in your heart. Yeah. You can't it's
0: showing your self love by making yourself happy, mm-hmm. by giving yourself what you need. Yeah. You know and what I mean?
1: everything will follow like it's it, yo, there's an abundance of things in this world and there's no reason why you can't have it. Yeah. But it's like once you stop lying to yourself you know, about mm-hmm. this bullshit that you think you should want or need, or, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, the doors that open, I can only like l- really listen to yourself and allow that to speak and shine through you because the people that will hear it will be the only people that matter. Yeah. You know, and everything else is just white noise. Like, do you remember a job you did three and a half years ago on June? No it doesn't matter
0: not really unless it was a moment that stood out but uh, doctor, if you said I can remember jobs probably three years ago that were good but then if it was June <laughs> you mm-hmm. know like because you don't really specifically pinpoint things unless it's like extremely good or extremely bad and everything in the middle just kind of fuzz
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean like I can tell you really bad ones mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can tell you really good ones yeah. but I always used to say um, like that I never lived in the moment you know, yeah. and I never was, in, I was never present, I was always, I'd get a job and I'd be thinking about the next one, yeah. so Same. show day, rehearsals Same. were finished, show day's come in, and I'm not even thinking about what I'm about to go and perform, mm-hmm. and how amazing it is, and how much I love my life, I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm in, I'm unemployed next week, mm-hmm. oh my god, I wonder if Jerry will get me another job, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean, and yeah. that was my brain for so long, and I missed out on so much, like, and I didn't technically miss out on so much, because I did everything I wanted to do. But I can't tell you how it felt. Mm-hmm. I don't have any emotional connection to those things. I just kind of have a vague memory of doing a show. Mm-hmm. And if it's not on video for me to look back on, I can't really tell you how yeah. it happened, you know? So I feel like that's one of the biggest things I missed out on. Like Yo,
1: yeah, it's so crazy. I feel exactly the same. Like, about a lot of like, things I've done. I've
0: done so many shows, but I can't tell you about them. No. Unless I can watch it back mm-hmm. and go, oh yeah, that.
1: I remember one of the, f- the first shows I was actually present for, like where I can remember the exact moment of walking in, how it felt, mm-hmm. where I went next, what happened, like literally I was like wow this is super weird. Mm-hmm. I think that was f- the first glimpse of pre- being present, mm-hmm. was um, Kylie on the Commonwealth Games. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that yeah. happened there, mm-hmm. I can't tell you what the reason was. Um, but I, I could walk you through that whole show Yeah. and the mistakes that happened, I remember the music bouncing because we didn't have ears. like all mm-hmm. of that, I I can physically remember it. I remember how my cape felt like, I remember how it was way too long on my heels, I was like gripping my feet on my heels, like all of that, I remember it. and it's really epic. I remember the people I did it with and, um... Yeah, it was. It, it moments like that are really special. But for most of it, I was yeah. completely unpresent.
0: No, I agree. Like Definitely. everyone always like, if I teach at a school, like you know, and they'll be like, they want to ask questions. You know, the the thing you always get asked, what's your favorite job? Oh. You know, like what's your favorite job? And mine's panto. Mm. And everyone's like, what? Like fucking panto in Stoke on Trent. And I'm like, it was. It's my favorite job. If I could do that every day for the rest of my life, I'd do it mm. without a shadow of a doubt. No, it's not cool to everyone else but it, it satisfies me mm-hmm. like I'm with people that I really appreciate and I respect and I love like they've become like a core family mm-hmm. they're people that I'm always in contact with I just enjoy it it's it's the only time where I feel like I'm present mm. like I go on stage dressed as a shark Do you know what I mean <laughs> and it's like I'm like I'm gonna be the best fucking shark ever I'm nowhere gonna be Katy Perry left shark I'm gonna be a good shark. Oh my god! I (laughs) I was like, I'm gonna be the best fucking shark you've ever seen. Like and for me those are the ones which were the ones that I enjoyed the most because they were the ones that no one were looking at. Mm -hmm. They weren't videoed, they weren't televised, not every dancer in the industry was watching it. In fact, fucking none Mm were. Because no one gave a shit. And I loved it. Mm -hmm. You know? And I I kind of feel about that about the same That made no sense. I kind of feel the same now about doing the Dream Boys. Like I'm so out of the loop in the dance industry. I don't know who's doing what or what's going where, but I'm really enjoying myself, just being myself Mm -hmm. and doing it for me Mm -hmm. and having fun with the people I'm around, as opposed to looking to be verified, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. About making sure I did the last award show Yeah. or did you book X? Like, That doesn't define you.
1: Oh no. no. But I feel
0: like so many people think it does.
1: I think that, I think there's a healthy way of wanting to accomplish things. You know, there's, you, I think you can set yourself goals and I think it's amazing. Like I'm a very, um, I dream really big.
0: Oh, me too. 100%. I've, ne-
1: I've never, you know, I, I remember when I lived in Brazil, we was one of the poorest families in our town. Um, my mom, you know, was super young. She, she had me when she was like 15. She moved to Switzerland at some point and I didn't I, li- I was raised by my grandparents. And even then, I remember telling like telling people, I know I'm somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know who that is yet, but I know I'm somebody. and I know one day I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from here and I'm gonna come back and look at this like this is the smallest place in the world. Yeah. Like, you know, it's so <laughs> weird and I've always known that. And yeah, that's exactly how I feel now. And I, yeah. my dreams don't stop. Like, because I don't limit myself because yeah. there's not anything I look at and I'm like, I can't do that. No, I've not learned how to do that yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but there's nothing I can't do. There's a difference between you saying I can't or I don't know how. Yeah. You know, I think people really need to watch their phrasing mm-hmm. because you're making a statement about yourself that you've not even tried yet. You know. No, definitely. And I think that's just you know you you're stopping the possibility of even ever getting there, and that's where um, the challenge challenge comes in. You know. Yeah. No, and 100%. I think there's a very Healthy and amazing thing. I love being, I love be, like competing. I love, you know, um, like Taya, for example. Taya is a person who's like one of these like insane dancers, you mm-hmm. know, or oh, like my bookend. And Assassin Sisters. Assassin Shout Sisters, out. like all the way. But like when I say, me and her very competitive, mm-hmm. very competitive. But in a way, like, oh shit, oh, oh, you're killing that. Okay, well, wait, come mm-hmm. on. Like, we, we, we push ourselves so much, yeah. you know, we push each other, we help each other. And even though like sometimes we can, it, it can get, you know, sometimes too deep because you forget, you get too deep into the competition. You forget like, yo, it's not that deep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we always come back and realize, yo, this is all love yeah. and this is health and growth and all of that. Mm-hmm. And as long as you can keep that in your mind, mm-hmm. it's okay that you want to achieve bigger things. It's okay that you want to do all the jobs. I wanted to do all the jobs and I did. Yeah, so and i and I'll proudly say that I'll say like yo I'll proud proudly show you my four page resume. No, I feel no way about it. I All worked right. really fucking hard for it. Like I moved two continents. Yes, I'm proud of that mm-hmm. shit. You know, but that doesn't make me a better person than anyone else. It Doesn't make me like any, anything. The only thing it states is that I was at the right place at the right time. I worked really hard and. I was also very lucky.
0: And now the advantage you have over the other people is just the experience. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So I when I teach at my, um, I teach at Wilkes Academy, mm-hmm. and when I teach the students, they always ask like they put their hand up if they can go to the toilet, and like <laughs> like cute. little things where they do stuff and they're like, can I do this? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, or they they're late for class and they're like panicky and nervous. I'm like, what's wrong? They're like, oh, I'm afraid you're gonna shout me because I'm late. No, that's life. Mm -hmm. like, but the other teachers shout at me. I'm like, why? They're no better than you. Are they never late? Like, that's life, you know? Yeah. I I always say to them, I'm like, we're we're equal. Like, I treat you with as much respect as you treat me. Mm -hmm. And as long as you don't take the piss out of me, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be an asshole to you. Like, I'm not going to ask you guys if I can go to the bathroom. But if you're going to the bathroom, I'm assuming you're being an adult and making a decision, like, I need to go now yeah you know what I mean and I would say just cause I'm your quotes in quotations teacher mm-hmm. the only thing I'm teaching you is like dance steps and information that you're gonna possibly need to pursue in this career mm-hmm. outside of this room you might know way more than me you know that this doesn't make me any better than you mm-hmm. I just in this moment have information you need mm-hmm. and at uh, this specific skill like when it comes to tap dancing they can all fucking dance rings around me so, tri- who yeah. am I to be like, no, don't do that, I'm better mm-hmm. than you. Because you've got a skill set that I don't even understand. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's about that respect thing, yeah. isn't it? And that's why I always get comments that they really enjoy my classes more than other teachers. And I'm always like, oh, why is that? And actually it comes down to, it's a respect mm-hmm. thing. I treat them how they would like, like adults. Mm-hmm. How they would like to be treated, you know?
1: It's, it's a fine line though, because you have to be super careful that you know, you give people the benefit of the doubt and depending on who you have in a room and what it is that their personal goal is, Mm -hmm. um, it can be taken in a different way and Mm -hmm. it can can make your life very difficult. Mm -hmm. Again, it is about mutual respect. Yeah, of course. And again, not people taking... Not taking the piss. Yeah. So that's really, really important. But other than that, I 100% agree. Like... And Again. of course,
0: when you notice they're taking the piss, that gets recognized. Yeah, you know they absolutely. deal with the consequence, but it's about that mutual respect thing. Yeah, for sure. What um, what have you found some of your biggest challenges so far, not only as a person but as a dancer, like on both sides?
1: Um. Huh. I think my biggest challenge in the industry was to in the first couple of years to not dance like me. How do you mean? Because a lot of the times it was like, okay, Richie, too hood, too much, too full out, not girly enough, Mm -hmm. not feminine enough, not, you know, it was a lot of that. Too groovy, too stylized, too you know, and I was like, damn man, shit.
0: You want me to be a robot. <laughs> yeah. You want me to do karate.
1: And that's, that's changed over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Definitely it's changed. Thank God for that. And it needed to. Um, but that was a really, really big challenge. And I think that's also what made me so angry all the time. I was like, yo, when do I ever get to feel good about dancing something? <laughs> like when, you know? Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I learned a lot, like a different type of skill that a lot of people don't have. Like that's what I said. Say it's a big difference between um, European dancers and American dancers. They all like all of them know how to be them, but not like not none, but a lot of them don't know how to follow direction mm-hmm. and how to when to take it down, when to, you know, okay, now this is a team effort. Yeah. You no, know? and you definitely do learn that in the U K. But I do you think that was like whipped? yeah a little bit too hard too
0: too extreme
1: too extreme into people which you know as a result you lose personality and you you lose your essence Mm -hmm. that was definitely really challenging for me and to not tell people people when they're shit
0: yeah
1: because i can generally not have a conversation when someone asks me for my honest opinion and lie to their face So if they're asking me, what do you think of this, I am going to tell you what I think of it and you're not going to like it. Mm -hmm. So you know, I do still, like now I give them the option and I say, you're not going to like the answer. Yeah. So if you really want the answer, you're going to have to ask me again because I need verbal confirmation that you want the answer. Yeah. Um, so I started that thing, which I really enjoy because a lot of the times they go. "Go They kind of already know the
0: answer. They like, already know yeah, it's
1: a yeah, negative. Yeah. They're like, I'm out. Like, yeah. and it's funny because like I remember I was talking to I think James Collins after like a, a video we was doing when we was talking about a few dancers and they're like, oh this dancer is so great and da, da 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 and I was like, no she's not. She's not actually. She's not a great dancer.
0: Yeah.
1: She's an incredible human being. Super. Um, energetic and all of that you know like there's Mm -hmm. so many qualities all of that but an incredible dancer she's not and you'd know that yeah it's just you know your terminology is slightly different but if you really think about it in terms of um technique in terms of variations in terms of styles in terms of you know um Mm speeds and all of that no it's nothing exceptional yeah and like it was Mm -hmm. literally like (gasps) Horrified. oh my god i can't believe he said that and i was like no no shade intended i would i would say that to the person's face which you know i would mm-hmm. um and i have i think even but just like my honest opinion i'm like no there's many many incredible qualities about this person but they're not this incredible dancer
0: and are there any things that you're struggling with now like that's what you used to kind of be like but obviously now you've learned how to adapt and phase that and, not like, you give people the option now? Is there anything that you struggle with now?
1: Yeah. I really struggle with... I still struggle with not letting things affect me. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, like, I made certain choices for myself, and I'm very happy with the choices I made. I'm not always happy with the way I went on about them, because I'm still making my mistakes. You know, I can't control... That's how we learn. Exactly. How I can't control everything I do yet. Um, I don't know if I ever will be able to, but, you know, that's aiming for something um but i i can feel because of the way i am and what i'm doing right now with my life i can feel people physically feel them putting stones in my way Mm -hmm. like making it very difficult for me to stay peaceful with them yeah making it very difficult for me to not you know there's a part of me like the really Brazilian me that literally just wants to like be like Yo bitch, I know exactly what it is you're doing. Like I know what you're doing. I know the illegal shit you're doing. I know exactly what it is that you're pulling. And you you ain't fooling nobody cuz everyone knows. So watch your back because it gets to a point when yo I ain't like I'm not, you know, attacking anyone, I'm not going to anyone, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not like literally I'm just doing my thing the way I want to and I decide the way I want to be treated. That's it. And for some reason that's such a big problem for people that it's like they need to like keep me out.
0: Is that how you, what do you mean by that putting stones in front of you like physically? Like
1: literally like, like for example, I got, I was doing a job and I got asked, so I was doing the job and then I wasn't doing a job, that same job anymore because I wasn't here. And then the choreographer asked me to do it again. But it was only going through, you know, an agency. And I don't work with that agency. And I literally got told, well, if you're not going through us, you can't do the job. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's not your choice. It's not your choice. The agency doesn't... Like, you're an agency. You don't get to... Like, the client chooses who their talent is.
0: Yeah.
1: You... If you don't have that, then someone else does. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's. I just don't think that. I don't know. For me, it's it's a it's a really weird situation because I do get it and I don't get it. But. Like a lot of stones put in my way to the point like oh but you know we have other people like suggesting other people and like like I'm on the fucking job. Mm-hmm. Back off. Do you know what I mean? Like, You're trying to take
0: that opportunity from me to yeah. give to some one of their own people
1: yeah and it's like but the only reason why you're doing that is because you it's not just because i'm not with you it's because you don't want me there it's mm-hmm. really personal mm-hmm. you know and it's like wow like there's a there's a lot of anger you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: from people that don't even know me yeah like how do you have all that build up anger like I, i'm confused but okay sure But that's something really difficult for me to deal with because, you know, I'm really, I don't want shit like that to affect me anymore. Because it doesn't matter. Because anything that is meant for you will always, like, be yours. Mm -hmm. No matter what. No matter who stands in front of it. Like, it will find its way to you Mm -hmm. sooner or later. I'm such a big believer of that. So, it's Okay. The obstacles are there for a reason and for a lesson. So no, it's okay.
0: They'll make you grow.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's amazing. It's like, oh my god, there's another opportunity to grow. Oh, here's another opportunity to yeah, it's grow.
0: Perspective on how you're gonna view it. Exactly. You can sit down and cry or you can jump the hurdle.
1: But sometimes I cry. Sometimes it's so hard. Like, it's so mean. You know when people are so mean to you. Yeah. Without even like that's the British way. You do it behind someone's back. You don't do it to their face because that would be on, impolite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, I remember, I at the like at a job, with people that I'm physically talking about. They were standing next to me, and I was in a circle of people, mm-hmm. and I was talking, and that one of those people were standing right next to me and laughing at what I was saying, and I looked over and I was like, "What are you doing?" And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "What are you doing?" You don't like me. Why are you standing here and pretending like you do? Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't understand. I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to attack you. I'm just, I'm just really trying to understand because you don't like me and I don't like you. And that's okay. But please don't stand here in my energy and pretend like you do.
0: Yeah.
1: So the, the outside world thinks you're good. No. Like, but that's, you know, that's too rude and that's too upfront. But it's okay what you're doing behind everyone else's back. Like, no. No, it's not. You just... It's just, like, backstabbing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So that's definitely something I really, like, at the moment, I... You know what? It's not even a struggle. It's the lesson is really present. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I haven't learned the lesson yet. Does that make sense? Um, trying to find that, that zen, that yeah, calmness In that it, situation. Yeah. Trying to find, you know, letting go of things you can't control. hmm It's just that, and it's okay.
0: That's dope. But, but it's dope that you, you can acknowledge that. You know, there's not many people that know their flaws. You know, there's not many people that go, Oh, I'm not very good at doing this part. I need to get, I need to check myself mm-hmm. and get this under control. But it's dope that you can recognize that. And you know, kind of what you're putting into practice to make that work for yourself, as opposed to just going. Well, this is me, so that's that, and that's the right way, you know.
1: I mean, I, I used to be like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because in order to be able to understand that nothing ever stays the same, like
0: nothing. Everyone grows. Everything grows.
1: Every single second, Things minute, day. Something's changing yeah. in you, within you, outside, e- around okay. you, and that's something really terrifying and beautiful at the same time. And again, that's the relinqu- relinquishing control, yes, word, because you can't. I got that from friends, yes, ah. vocab, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vocabulary is totally from Get series. Get it, four languages. Um, but it's, it's letting go, yeah, and accepting the change. It's like, oh. This is not. This is not the way I'm meant to step. Okay, I'm going this way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like as if if you're in a maze. You you're not. Let's say there's a wall. You're not just gonna scream at the wall when there's like a left and right you can take. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to. Oh, "Oh, I go this way. Okay, well you can't. (laughs) Yeah. Pick a side. Figure it out. Like figure it out and accept it. Yeah. Whether you went right, oh, I was wrong. Okay, let's go left. Mm -hmm. There's no. There's no forward, backward. like, it, that doesn't exist, it's just now. Everything is now, and you, you're you making the steps, and you're yeah. building your path. Yeah. You know? Everyone's trying to take the easy route, of so like, oh, this person went there. Oh, that looks, uh, yeah, that path yeah. is, like, nice, yeah. there's some stones there. But they don't understand, mm-hmm. like...
0: This person said, I've got to go that way, so that's the way to go.
1: Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it, I don't it's hard it's hard to like acknowledge you know your flaws and to and then when you acknowledge them to not just beat yourself up because you have them
0: it's it's about accepting them yeah you know it's about accepting them and confronting yourself and going do you know what this is what i'm shit at Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. it's okay that i'm not good at that because i'm great at lots of other things Mm -hmm. And once upon a time, I was shit at them. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, think of all the things that you're good at. Yeah. You weren't always good at them. Oh, my God. Like, you know, it's Yo, about progressing.
1: You know, another thing that I learned um, last year. No. So, basically, I did this program. It was like an online course with Paletta. No. I don't know if you know Paletta. No. She is... Um, she did the night campaign mm-hmm. as well. She's oh! She's the voguer.
0: I know Paletta. Yeah? Yes.
1: Um, well, she she's... She's well sorry uh, by
0: here yeah yeah
1: exactly she um she's also like a yoga teacher she's like a spiritual guide she's Mm -hmm. basically my spiritual guide yeah um and she did like this online course at a time that i really really needed it and for some reason we have this really crazy connection so it's like she felt it that i needed her so i joined and one of the practices you know every week we had a different practice to add to our daily lives yeah and one of them was to do one thing a day towards the things you want. Mm-hmm. Just one. Simple as, you know, before we established, you know, we meditated, we established the things we want, all of that, you know, building mm-hmm. up for that. And it was something really interesting because a thing that I, that I really set myself is that I never want to stop learning. Yeah. Yet I stopped trying new things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when that came around, I was like, Okay. I'm going to do something new every day. Cool. So I tried to... Like, that's how I learned how to braid my own hair. Mm-hmm.
0: That's
1: how... Like, I learned... That's. I think that's why I even started Jiu-Jitsu. Now thinking yeah. of it. I really think that's how... Because you get to a point in your life where you like... It's so exhausting to always be shit at something. You just want to be good at something. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. you're always learning and learning and learning. Like, oh my God, when does it stop? Well, it doesn't. No. It doesn't, and it shouldn't. Because all these things that you keep learning, they will benefit and make something else that you already know how to do even better. And that's how like Jiu Jitsu even like, got me to be even a better dancer. You know, yeah. it was like an added skill uh-huh. that has nothing to do with dance, but somehow did that for me. And it's so amazing. So like every day I'm like, okay, what else? What else can I learn today? Yeah. And the, the interesting part about that was that the amount of people that said to me oh why don't you just go to a hair salon why don't you just go to a nail salon why don't you just buy this why do you have to sew it why do you have to build it why do you have to and i'm like oh my god no one knows anything no one learns anymore
0: no we want the easy way we want to take a pill and get skinny we want to yeah (laughs) Yeah. and i was like
1: like oh why don't you just like buy this uh, like oh buy the ready cooked meal I'm like because I don't want the ready cooked meal I want to cook it yeah I want to sit there like I wanted the potato I love potato salads. Mm-hmm. you know um, shit choice but
0: okay <laughs> I, know. I love potato salads
1: and obviously like I used to always just buy the potato salad and I was like I want to know how to make it so I learned how to make it yeah and now I have a pot of potato salad in my fridge mm-hmm. as we well speak and
0: it's probably really easy
1: it's super easy <laughs> you boil the potato and then you mix it with mayo like there's not much more to that you know there's a few other ingredients but it's super easy but once you've done it you've learned it and then yeah. you perfect it and it's amazing you learn something new mm-hmm. like it's so cool like to learn something new every single day like i don't know why you would e- like why i ever stopped
0: mm-hmm. you know well i think we stop because we get so fixated on one particular thing that that's our goal yeah maybe so everything else you want the quickest way to get stuff done so you can put more effort and time into that one thing
1: yeah I guess
0: but I mean it just makes you very uh what's the word like blinkered you know what I mean very laser focused on one thing but then you're missing out on all the other beautiful things around you
1: exactly it's like
0: trying to get to a destination but not looking
1: side to side which is what everyone does on their phones yeah that's that's well, me, me included. Yeah, well, me if,
0: too. You know. I'm I'm trying to break my bad habits on my phone. But since I've started this podcast I've found I've got worse again. Because I deleted social media I deleted Facebook and Twitter off my phone. Yeah. And I only kept Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Then that'll just stop me from scrolling aim pointlessly on Facebook. And since I've started this podcast I'm like, Oh I need to start advertising, I need to do research, I need to look into it and now I'm that guy back on my phone again. I'm yeah. Like, Fuck. But to be like, fair, I'm like, exactly Fuck.
1: the same. Like I started my my like new business venture as well and a lot of it is on social media. There's like yeah. that's it's, literally it's, the way to do it. It's the
0: new person's website. Yeah. You know, we don't hand out flyers anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't have we don't create websites mm-hmm. anymore. We just say, go to my Instagram page yeah. and DM me. Yeah. <laughs> and literally.
1: that's shall we do business? And so I, I found myself as well now back into like, oh my god, I'm on my phone twenty four seven. But I kinda like again it's listening to yourself you can mm-hmm. feel when you need to put it away yeah like it's something gets cloudy you know yeah. in your head and you're like oh i i uh, it nothing nothing constructive is coming out of this anymore yeah so then make and, that choice and you know
0: one thing i've started to do i so now when i because i spend a lot of time on instagram Mm-hmm. I've removed everything on Instagram that serves me no purpose mm. so all these things that I followed five years ago and my goal was yeah. just to have a six pack and look good yeah. that's gone now mm-hmm. so now all my Instagram stuff is if it doesn't teach me something or inspire me or make me feel good about myself it serves no value to me mm. so I remove it yeah you know? oh yeah I... that's a massive difference
1: yeah
0: like so then at least I'm kind of getting something positive from my
1: stupid addiction that mm-hmm. I have no for sure a hundred percent like, I, d- I did that a while ago. I removed a lot of yeah. situations. And not, you know, even even friends. Not because I don't love them. I still love them. I just don't like them on social media. Yeah,
0: it serves you no purpose. Yeah,
1: and it's okay. Like, even when people, like, remove me, I'm, I mean, not that I would know, but, like, if they do, I'm like, I 100% understand. Yeah. Because it, it's serving, you know, per- what, what my journey is right now is not serving, it's not bettering your life. No. So, focus on yours. It's okay. Mm-hmm you know it's totally fine people take it really personal they do it's dope <laughs> so weird it's so weird uh but you know yolo
0: yeah hashtag hashtag yolo so i asked this to everyone on the podcast mm. what is your most embarrassing moment like do you have something on stage where it's like the ultimate blooper reel moment something that really goes wrong or on a job or something which you've just been really embarrassed by and you're like, oh my god, I want to be eaten up.
1: I mean, it's funny you say that because i felt I fell on stage more than I haven't. I've
0: seen one. Yeah, no. I've, I was with
1: I've... you. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one I on Instagram as well um, that I'm quite proud of because I bounce back so fast, man. I'm like, this is a skill. You did, want, you did like. one on Dance 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 and you're yeah. down and
0: up in like half a count.
1: Yeah, I know. I did the same yeah. thing like a couple of months later on Megan Trainor. <laughs> I <laughs> have it on video. It's fucking awesome. It's so great. You don't mm-hmm. see it on TV but when someone recorded it, Yeah. it's fucking epic. I'm like, I love this shit. I Damn love falling and being back up in like a second. So great. I've done it so many times now that I literally like I'm just challenging myself on how fast can I come back up.
0: How <laughs> good can I make this look?
1: Literally, I'm like, do I, like, do i make any contemporary? Do I go to the floor? <laughs> do
0: I roll? Do I roll, like,
1: do I dare to break out of the routine? And it like, you know how there's like the three second rule. I'm like, do yeah. I expend it? Like, I clearly know how to yeah. keep it, but do I, what do I do now? You know, it's, it's great. I love it. So that Can I make me- this
0: a thing? Yeah, no, seriously.
1: But that doesn't embarrass me at all. Like, it's like
0: falling with style. No, it's it's
1: actually pretty great. So that's not it. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know what. I'm sure there was something. Like mine
0: was my backflip on Alan Carr <laughs> when I landed and broke the set, <laughs> and everyone <laughs> and everyone staring at me in like one direction that, and I'm like to Jessie J. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Fuck off." <laughs> Great. Like that's mine And I'm just really grateful that it was on Alan Carr yeah. And it wasn't for Janet Jackson Yeah. You no. know, because I just made Alan Carr a bit funnier
1: That's great
0: But that was like one of those moments In that very moment where I was like Is this real? Did this really happen? I'm still on my knees Okay, I'm just gonna smile
1: <laughs> Oh that's so great Um, yo, there must be something There's gotta be something Do you know what? Ah. Uh, No, not that I can think of in dance yeah in life
0: lots give me a life one <laughs> anytime
1: you know I had a, like I had you know what that's really bad because I have quite a few blackouts yeah like if I mix drinking I'll blackout. Literally, which yep. I won't remember as then people telling me the day after like <laughs> the shit I've done I'm like no
0: <laughs> like what no, no. <laughs> come on
1: no like oh my, oh my god Jesus Christ
0: he won't help you
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please have mercy. Um like just stupid shit like oh you you know you climbed a oh my god I climbed a pole in a in a in, in a pub and Magella was pushing my bum up like oh I was you know there was a lot of stuff I've had a lot You know what I think I think what it is the most embarrassing thing for me is when I drink I lose complete control. Of myself, which makes a lot of emotions come up, and it gets me into trouble, (laughs) and I really don't like that.
0: (laughs) It brings out this hellipatella. No, it's
1: horrible. I got into horrible fights because of it with people (laughs) that I really love, and it's just really dumb. And you know, it's usually when I'm, you know, I'm not processing something, or I'm not, I'm not being honest with myself or with someone else. I'll hold it in, and then I'll have a drink, and all of it comes out. Like literally, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like yeah. when you do a show, usually you like you might have eaten, but because you like been dancing so much, like the food is gone, so you have one glass of wine, and you're like, "Fucked." Fucking trashed. So like that one glass of wine is barely down, and you're already like talking God and the truth, and it's like, "No, bitch!" Like <laughs> telling everyone not... you love them. Yeah, or or, or the you other hate way. Them. Yeah. Like it's so weird. So I don't. I really don't like that, and I've been, you know, I've been in a few situations where I'm like. I can't be in that situation anymore, like, no, Yeah. you know, if you want to have a conversation with someone, have it in your own time, not when you're like, uh-huh. you know, it's just, there's a time and place for me now I see that, so I think that's something that's quite, and that's happened really openly in the dance industry, yeah. like, you know, that's not a secret or anything, um, it's all very dramatic, <laughs> it's very dramatic, dance life, dance life, dance, dance, dance. Um, I mean you've seen me in Amsterdam Jesus fucking Christ
0: Fucking walking mess I mean that job wasn't Me and Sean spoke about Amsterdam And me and Lizzie That job wasn't the one to judge your life by
1: No of course not <laughs> It mean, was definitely
0: a learning curve for
1: everyone. everyone Oh yeah for sure
0: That was my I'm ready to retire Moment no. that was, that, The only reason I stayed was because of you and Sean
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> I was, I, Week two Duh. I was gone I was like I'm out I just remember you and Sean going, come on, just stay. Uh, I'm out. No, stay.
1: No, but I generally meant stay. Sean, I don't know why he stayed because he didn't want to. <laughs> no. Like, I'm like, you just, you're trying to convince him, but you barely holding on. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Shit. Trying to
0: take him down with you. <laughs> like,
1: literally, I'm like, yo, wait. Like, I generally wanted to stay because I was actually having fun.
0: I mean, I had fun with us.
1: No, but no, I no, no. still had fun on stage. Yeah, you did. I had, like, I loved it.
0: I let that job affect me so much. Like, I I, I hated the the whole work atmosphere so yeah. bad that it affected the things that I actually love. Yeah. Like, it affected my stage. It affected what I performed like. Mm-hmm. It affected my professionalism. It literally affected me so bad. Like, and the only positive of that whole job that I have is that I learned that I don't want to be a dancer on it again. <laughs> I'm not going to ever let myself do something for that long that I don't like again, mm-hmm. and that I made really good friends. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I made the Golden Jail family, but I know now that if after two weeks I'm not enjoying it, it's probably not worth carrying on. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> if you will if suffer this, for if, the whole time. If there's only a few days left, stick it out. When there's two and a half months left, Probably figure it out. Yeah, no, I understand. There's a great yeah. learning curve. Yeah, it was. We lived in a cool house. We really did. A swimming pool.
1: We sure did.
0: We only went in it twice. <laughs> but
1: I got thrown in a few times.
0: The last night I threw one of the techies in there when we were swimming.
1: You threw about 30 people in. <laughs>
0: I was so drunk.
1: Yo! Like, motherfuckers with phones, motherfuckers yeah. with, like, anything. You was just like... Whoops. I was
0: like, you want me to work 10 hours whoops. overtime last week? Bah, bitch.
1: <laughs> Literally. No grudges. Yeah. <laughs> it's you all want, fun. You kept changing
0: that number to Bah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, God.
1: Um, well, that was good times, so. though. No, it was. I learned a
0: lot.
1: Yeah, I did as well. I sh- sure did. But I think that's, like, if I can think of anything that I genuinely really wish didn't happen it's like that yeah you know drunk nights where you say you shouldn't
0: yeah and no, that's okay we all go through that that's not even a you thing that's a human thing you just probably do it times ten
1: like literally times like okay get it jaren i know like <laughs> who's with you <laughs> <laughs> damn i'm here with kane who's who are you with because <laughs> we can we... just here knocking
0: You he must be building something cooking. <laughs> he's cooking
1: why is he cooking is uh, he beating eggs oh god but um, yeah dancing wise I can't think of anything you know what like I live and I learn it's okay good like the mistakes happen oh, okay I really like that's the, what I mean I don't care if I make mistakes I really pride myself for not doing many mm-hmm. but if it does happen well
0: oh, that's life we're human.
1: Again, I can't remember them. So. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't, and I'm sure no one can tell you, oh, I remember when Richie did that step wrong on such and such show at this hour. Yeah. Okay, well, no, you don't.
0: And if they do remember that thing, then it's obviously a big deal. Like, well done, the I game. made it. You changed the game. <laughs> that's gangsta. I'm changed like, sure.
1: Um, but
0: that's dope. You seem in a much better place. You seem like you're a very happy person. You have a beautiful home and your own company. You're like a proper (laughs) 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 grown-up. Little peanut head from Brazil killing you. I Tadpole. Tadpole.
1: Jay sent me that as well. I did like this video and he was like, Tadpole. I was like, oh. Nice. Leave me alone. Real good friend. I know. He means well.
0: Well, thank you very much for being on The Ins and Outs.
1: Oh, God. The Ins and Outs? I know. How dramatic is that? <laughs> very. I'm
0: trying to make it sound showbiz. <laughs> it's so showbiz. It's so showbiz. I'm the least showbiz person ever.
1: No, you're not. Come on. No. There's, there's worse than you. We're just blagging it. We're just doing things. We're just talking. <laughs> but okay. thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to The Ins and Outs Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a five star rating and review on iTunes. And also make sure you're following us on Instagram, at the ins and outs underscore.
1: Thank you very much, and until next time, the ins and outs.